So, how many of you have ever found yourself with a niece, a nephew, a grandchild, a child of your own in a movie that is animated and you didn't pick the movie? That was my life. I have two daughters. I also have two nephews. I have watched a lot of shows because the girls came back and said, we need to see this. I remember all the Disney ones, especially as a kid, whenever it was Tangled, um, or maybe even the ones that um, went back further, like Little Mermaid, or thinking back to ones like Beauty and the Beast, finding shows that maybe I would not have chosen on my own to go see, but our young people lead us in a place to watch them. I know most of you out here might not even have Disney Plus. You might not have experienced this movie because you haven't had someone, maybe a little younger, that says, you need to try this movie out. Or, I want to see Encanto. And you're like, what is Encanto? But many times, what happens is we get a chance, we sit down, we pause for a moment and watch these movies with our young people, and all of a sudden, we feel that inside of us. We maybe even get a tear near the end, or we connect in a way with these characters or with the music. And we have to say that these moments are a gift from God. The story that we got a chance to kind of get a little glimpse of today, if you haven't seen it, is all about a family, as you've heard. This family ended up ex um, escaping violence in the small community that they were in, and so a, the grandfather and the grandmother escaped with their three children. And in the process, the grandfather gives his life so that the family can go to safety. As they leave their, this little place and begin to set up a new home, they build this house. You kind of saw it was dancing around, and the house is alive. And it supports them, and within this house, the family begins to grow. The daughters marry, and they have children of their own, and you can, it's being told today by Mirabelle, who is one of the granddaughters, and she's sharing that each of the kids each of the people has their own gift, their own miracle that they share with the entire community. As you saw, one of the grandkids has the ability to be able to hear things from far distances away. One is able to create beauty by making things to grow. One is able to kind of shape shift. And then, um, and then also, there's one that has incredible strength. She is able to lift the daughters also have gifts, and they share those. And then there's even Bruno, which we heard about. We don't talk about Bruno. And if you've got kids, you've heard the song, right? Oh, Bruno, Bruno, bring it. Thank you so much for dressing up, by the way. I love the outfit. If you haven't seen, he has a hood, just like Bruno. He doesn't have a gift to share. She is not given a miracle. So, the family kind of pushes her to the side. She is the outcast. She is the one on the outside. She's not like the rest of us. 
But there is something about Maribel. She is still engaged, still connected. She still loves her family, and she still continues to see that something is going on. She is able to see the cracks in the foundation of the house of this family. As I mentioned, Bruno, the, the old or the son, the son, has been cast aside because his ability to see the future, his ability to be able to see what is going on around him, his prophetic voice is not accepted. So he goes off on his own and the family stops talking. And Mirabelle begins to see that stuff is just not right. So she begins to speak up. And they continue to kind of push her. I encourage you to check out the show. See the movie. It's on Disney Plus. You see it there. But it is the story of a family that is coming to grips, coming to bless, to understand what it means to be a blessed family, and also to deal with traumas that exist even inside of us. It does come to a climax, into a place where everything has fallen apart. The house, the seeing family is separated and divided and just has lost everything. Seemingly, they have lost their gifts. The beautiful thing about it is it is then when the community around them comes together to help them rebuild, to help them to heal, it also helps them to mourn. Our story from the biblical narrative today helps us to get a sense of a similar story within God's people of faith. And that's the reality of what we have, is that the Bible is not this kind of list of things and, and, and kind of instructions. It's more a story of God's people. And especially, we see that within the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah is divided up into three different parts. First, second, and third Isaiah. Okay? This is just a little biblical history, but it's actually three different points in the life of Israel. The first one, the Isaiah of, first Isaiah speaks in a way that is warning the people because they're a great nation. And he's saying, be careful. The way that you live makes a difference. It affects the way that the country goes. Be careful if you do not put God first, if you do not recognize that you are a full country, you will be defeated. And that's what happens. Second Isaiah happens when the Israelite people are defeated by the Babylonians and are split up. They are divided because that's what they used to do back then. When you conquer someone, the way to keep them down is to divide them, to get them away from each other. And so, they take some of the leaders, some of the people, and they ship them back off to Babylon. They push them out of Israel. And then the others are left to stay. They burn down the temple, the place where they would come together to worship together. That's second Isaiah. Generations later, the Babylonians are conquered by the Persians. This is all history stuff. You can look at it and read it. But they're conquered and they are able to go back to their homeland. Some do return back. But now when they come back, they're a little different. Sometimes they marry people outside of the Jewish faith. Maybe they've had to practice their faith, not even near the temple, but wherever they were. And they come and they are different people, and they come back together, and they expect everything to be just hunky-dory. But people are different. They have changed a bit. We can recognize here, as third Isaiah is speaking, he is saying, you have pushed people to the 
the side. You are walking over the people who are poor and hungry. And you claim that you are people of faith. But you don't see the people that are around you. You do not value you, you fast. You starve yourself to try and show how good you are to God. And yet you deny people who are hungry the food that they need to eat. And Isaiah speaks to them and says, that's not right. Isaiah says, look, if we are to be the people of God, we must value each and every person. We must live our faith with our hands and our feet, with our words, with our actions, in all that we do. That is the way that we live out our faith. And he uses this term, repairers of the breach. John mentioned that at the very end of our text today, repairers of the breach. See, Mirabelle, in the story today, she was able to see that the house was beginning to falter, that there were cracks in the foundation in the house. One of the things we find out when we don't talk about Bruno is that he escaped into the, the walls of the house. And behind the scenes, while everybody was ignoring him and pushing him to the side, he was plastering up the cracks from the inside. Even though things were falling around, they were ignoring them, just kind of plastering them over. Oh, we just do this. This makes everything all better. I'll just do over here, and I'll make this all better. But in the same, but in the same way, the family experienced that there were deep, traumatic wounds to the house, cracks that could, had to be prepared from the very basis of who they were before they would find healing. We can't just plaster over the breach. We can't just put things in place, band-aids on top, if deep inside there is rot, if there is pain, there is hurt, there is suffering. As I watched the movie, I experienced that. How many people have we pushed aside because we say, you don't have the gift that I have. I can't see who you are. You're not important. Those same people have a voice to give. From the very beginnings of our faith, we are reminded that God has created each and every person in God's image. Each of us creates has a spark of the divine inside of us. And when we get in trouble is when we can't recognize that. At the end of the movie, when everything has come to terms and has crumbled down, and Mirabelle reaches out to her grandmother, who seemingly has lost it all. The two of them recognize each other's humanity and the love that they share between each other. Something beautiful, miraculous happens. There is healing. 
The healing was not found by ignoring it, by pushing it away, or by plastering it over it. They had to look into each other's eyes and recognize their creativeness. Over those who are hungry as we dealt with our own fasts. How many of us have existed in families that don't talk about a certain thing, a certain wound that exists, and it just continues to hurt, continues to eat us up from the inside? And how many of us have been able to experience beautiful reconciliation? We've been able to experience love, grace, and mercy. Jesus gave us an opportunity to see that lived out. And when we, when we go back and look at the experiences, the stories of the faith in that way, we see how Jesus saw God in each person, challenged them, and got invited them to be the people that God created them to be. Let us go this week, living out our faith. I hope you have these songs kind of stuck in your head. Because <laughs> it's time to talk about Bruno. It's time to embrace the miracles and the gifts that we have inside of us. It is a chance for us to understand how we have been created in God's image, but living out our faith as ones of love, as people of love, people who are out there to help others, to be kind to them and show them love and mercy. That is how we live out the miracle. Let us go. Being God's people. And bringing repair to the breach. Thank you for listening to the White Oak Pond Christian Church Podcast. We hope that it's been a blessing to you this day. White Oak Pond seeks to be a place where we accept one person at a time to Christ's never-ending and forgiving love. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can receive sermons each and every week. And also rate us. It really helps. Thank you again, and may you know joy in powerful ways this week.